After hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network, I am Lord Amadeus, the owner of RAWF, and my co-host. He is back. He is the legend himself, the one and only. Ladies and gentlemen, El Vacant is here. Good evening, El Vacant. Como esta, Los Angeles? How are you this evening? I'm doing wonderful. How how are you? And how are things? And I, I I get we you you've got a big announcement to make later. I I don't want to ruin oh, that. See, yeah, we have a, we have a big unveiling uh, later tonight. You know, and I, I've been sort of you know taking care of that. But I have to say, you know, I'm pretty excited. I've had a you know I've been. Had a little downtime, you know, taking care of, you know, the rehabilitation on the knee, you know, now that, you know, you know, now that I'm part zombie, you know, I have to go around and get the brains and all that. But, you know, other than that, it's been pretty good. 
<laughs> All right. Well, good. Glad to hear it, El Vacant. And uh, hopefully that means you're in a good mood tonight. I'm in a good mood tonight. We got a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, one week from tomorrow night, it will be RAWF Tropical Aggression Live from the Stan Sheriff Center in Honolulu, Hawaii. Are you ready to go to Hawaii, El Vacant? Aloha. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm ready for. I'm ready to get, go go to the islands, if you will, the big island, and rest on the beach. Maybe go to a luau or two or three or four, something like that. Uh, go to the beach. Back, maybe ride a tube. You know. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm I'm le- I'm going after tomorrow's superstars. I'm helping on that plane and getting on to Hawaii almost immediately. So getting ready for that. But other people also getting ready for Tropical Aggression, ladies and gentlemen. The main event for Tropical Aggression, Uncle Frank, to defend the World Heavyweight Championship that he's held since Immortal Six just three short, three or four months ago, takes on six-time world champion and Hall of Famer, the immortal Griffith. Now, we've watched Frank dominate the competition over the past few months. He has been a world. He has been. A hell of a world heavyweight champion, certainly one hell of a Fubar City champion. But has he is he facing his stiffest competition to date when he takes on the Immortal Griffith to, uh, next week? I mean, yes. Take. I, I mean, who who else would? Yeah, who else would you say would be the stiffer competition? I mean, five times. He, and set his mind on thing. He's now saying he set his mind on it. I, uh, I, I think smart money is on the the arrogant one. I'd have to agree, but you know, Uncle Frank, well, we will, it has been one hell of a champ. We will see those two titans see, see, collide. This is no disrespect to Frank. I mean, you know, if anyone stands a chance of keeping, uh, you know, El Arrogento over here from. Uh, from regaining his this title, it, it is Frank. Absolutely, we will see those Titans will collide in Hawaii next month, next week. Uh, Griffith will also have to turn around, not turn around, but actually prep to do it first. Uh, defend the Platinum Dragon Championship against the Great Red Dragon. Now these two, this is their second go around for that Platinum Dragon Championship this year. The first time did not go the Dragon's way. Uh, does he stand a stand a chance in hell of doing it of doing it on the second go around? He, hmm, I say C. C. I, I think he does. I, he he tends to learn from his mistakes, so I think he 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 will give a better showing this time. Now whether he wins or not, this is this is up in the air. See. Hmm. True, but he is the greatest male voice in all of Unstoppable, taking on the Immortal Griffith Platinum Dragon Championship will be on the line. National title, Cassie Joe to defend against the Teflon Sheik, uh, her former state member, uh, what do you call it, business mem- business partner in Terror Inc., if you will. Uh, Sheik has had some things to say about Cassie Joe. Uh, Cassie Joe out to prove him wrong. Uh, so that one is going to be a good one. Now, this just in, ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner of the Arsehole of the Month. That is Sin. Uh, he will challenge the Paragon of Greatness for the Men's Championship at Tropical Aggression. 
this just in, just a few day, couple days ago, Cassie Joe has decided on her challenger for the estrogen title. She will take on uh, a longtime rival, someone she had a hell of a feud with uh, earlier this year and late last year, and that be Cy, Cy of Anarchy, taking on Cassie Joe, challenging for the estrogen title. She made her choice. She had several people to choose from. She went with Cy, though they will renew their rivalry. At Tropical Aggression Uncle Frank will turn around and Defend the Fubar City Championship Against Strangleheart Mithras will defend The Midnight Hobo Championship Against Anarchy's Beast Who right now is on an Absolute crushing Just just mowing down the competition Right now in R.A.W.F We'll talk more about that in a little while Triple Crown Championship, it will be Davila versus Claymore versus The Razor. Uh, so that one is going to be a, a good one, to say the least. Paragon will defend the Multimedia Championship against Alistair Fiend. Killa Neptune to defend the Powerball Championship against Mark Caliber. Uh We'll get and we'll have announcements and other matches here in a little bit. Uh, Champions Choice Dez to defend that against Captain Boney Boomerang in a throw moves only 200% health match. Uh, it will be Lady Vex re- making her return to RAWF action at Tropical Aggression. She will take on Damia in uh, a cage match, it looks like, and with some stipulations. We'll be talking to Vex about that in a little while. There will be a four-on-four tag team match. The Wolfpack taking on Terror Inc. In, with FBW rules. That should be interesting, to say the least. And then, finally, I'm um, not sure why in hell Sin would, 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 would go for this kind of match, but he wants to. He wants to take on four members of Anarchy in a four-on-one handicap match. That one makes no sense to me, but we'll talk more about that in a little bit as well. All right, so let's go around the horn with our GM reports. I'm going to start with Cassie Joe, who is not here with us this evening. However, she has turned in her report for Battle Wars. Round three has been started. Crazy Asses and TNC both lead Battle Wars with 10 points each. Bus Drivers, Anarchy, Brotherhood, and Hobos all have five points. Terror Inc. and the Renegades. Those Both of those teams are at zero, so that's where Battle Wars sits right now. She'll have more details for us next week. All right, with that being said, let's start the show off. Let's start the show off with a bang. This is the one and only... I am a fight 
She is Jim Extraordinaire, the Raven, joining us. Good evening, Raven. Well, good morning. <laughs> good evening, good morning, uh, whatever suits your fancy <laughs> or whatever time, wherever in the world I'm you not are. I'm what suits my fancy, but it's morning. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I didn't know, Raven. I know it suits uh, your fancy. <laughs> it's just you. Hola, Raven. Hello, honey. <laughs> How are you? All right, Raven. Two two big events Ooh. we need reports on, honey. We need to hear about a thirty-two to one and how things are going over there. Do we have a challenger for Knox Boogie in the Supreme Fighter Championship at Tropical Aggression yet? Simple up to his nose. <laughs> what was that? No, you don't. Oh. Okay, no. so no, are because, we because we're we are still in week four, and if they get a move on, you just might, but unlikely. Oh, so, oh, okay. Yeah. But they they they, they wrestling their taking their sweet time in a thirty-two to one this period, yeah. huh? Yeah. All right. If they carry on. I might knock them down to two days, make them run for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is your that is that is your. Um, Prerogative, being the GM of the thirty-two to one division. Too long for them because yeah, it, it's not working. <laughs> you know, Are we after down? all these seasons. <laughs> right. Are we yeah, down we've to got it? Revenge Gibson? Yeah, we've got Revenge Gibson versus Killer Neptune and Money Sue versus Slasher. Okay. Uh, yeah. So we're at least down that. to four. Down to four. Yeah. Okay. We're down we, to last four. Yeah. All right. Well, at least we're got. At least we're there. Well, if, of course, that that's not done by the pay per view, uh, the Supreme Fighter Championship will be defended on the first superstars after the event is over. So no big deal there. No worries. One less graphic I have to make. I can live with that. Uh, All right. That's all right. We give you another one to do. <laughs> Let's switch over to the tag team division. Won't you give us a tag team division report there, Raven? Oh well. Well, okay, I'm going to give you this report without swearing, okay? Because I really want to, and I'm, and no, I'm going to behave. <laughs> but, oh my God, this tag division is driving me bloody insane. One minute they're teaming up, then they're not, then they are, then they're not, then they're not, then they are. I don't know what's going on anymore. But anyway, we have three teams on three wins so far. And I posted them last week. So... Yikes, it's getting close. And the points are so close, it's unreal. So if you're not paying attention, you could actually lose your title shot. Is all I'm saying. Take note of what's going on this week. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so three teams, you say, are tied at 3-0. and oh. And are very, very, very close in points. It's, it's a three-horse, yeah. it's a three-team race. Okay. It is a three-horse race, yes. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm guessing you're not. Want me to name not... them, or, do, or shall I just let them work it out themselves? Uh, you, you should. I think. I think people would like to know who's all in the hunt. Go for it. I wonder why you agreed to that one. Okay, we have oil money. We have the executive order. And we have Tangled Hearts, all on three wings. 
All right. So, so if you fight them, your best bet is to stop them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, it is what it is. So oil money, executive order, and tangled hearts all tied three wins and looking to – all right. So good luck to all three of those teams, especially a certain one. I won't name it, but, you know. And anywho, thank you, Raves, very, very much. Anything else you'd like to say about your two divisions? I will say with tags, for the next season, if a member of your team falls out, you will be taken out of the division. And I have a spare team that will go in in your place because I am not swapping over bloody nameplates and tag people. It gets confusing enough as it is. If you can't stay still for four weeks, then don't sign up. It's that simple. Unless you've got a damn good reason not to carry on. Finish my rant. <laughs> Carry All right. on my All right. Well, Raven, have a seat over there on El Vacant's lap and uh, stick around. We still got something else to talk to you about later in the show. How much have he paid you to say that? I, I just assumed you'd want to because you'd, you'd know. Oh, he'd want me to. But okay, okay, I'll stay. Here, birdie, birdie, birdie. Oh, God. <laughs> Right, gotta go. Gotta go and see Bill Bacon. Oh no, that's right. I mean, um, yes, that's what I meant. Moving right along, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk to Ultimate Gauntlet GM, the Paragon of Greatness, for uh, an update on the Ultimate Gauntlet. Recognize that I am not alive. I survive. I'm the dance in the hourglass of time. I'm the chalk line, outline. Everything is mine. From the grid to the earth to the shadows fall behind. I'm the stars in the sky and I shine so bright. I'm eternal. I'm the reason that this day turns night. I'm the water and the sun. I'm the bullet in your gun. I'm the finger on the trigger and I'm about to blast one. I ain't never give a shit on it. Bitches better recognize the damn motherfucker on the block. And I'm baptizing blood of the ball and keep it cheap. Ladies and gentlemen, Paragon of Greatness, good evening, Paragon. Good evening, Lord Amadeus, and we have got some news here in the gauntlet. It's been a while since we've had some movement here, but as we started last week, Pennywise, the tiny little clown with the big heart, came into this ring and he started his very first match in the Ultimate Gauntlet run, taking on Devilish PC, who he defeated. He then went on to defeat Claymore and the Mancunian Maniac. He then went on to defeat Hot Cheese, and you know what? Hell with it. There's four hours left. Technically, it ain't over, but I'm giving a big congratulations to Pennywise because he's about to win by countout and become the third man to successfully run the gauntlet and get a shot at the Ultimate Gauntlet Championship. All right. Awesome. So it will most likely, 99% chance, it will be Killa Neptune versus Pennywise for the Ultimate Gauntlet Championship. And those two do have a tad bit of his pay-per-view history. It may be, I believe, uh, Powerball title match last period, last pay-per-view. 
So Pennywise might get a bit of redemption. We will find out at Tropical Aggression. All right, Paragon, stick around. Uh, as usual, got a lot to talk to you about, considering you weren't here last week. So we got a couple weeks to make up. Absolutely. All right. So then, last but certainly not least, she is the high voltage GM. She is the one and only. Wow. Gentlemen, she is the Cougar. Good evening, Cougs. Good evening, LA. How are you? I am wonderful. I'm absolutely. I believe she said hello to you, LA, and she kind of broke up a little there. No, she just got, you know, she looked directly at the pectorals and, you know, she kind of forgot how to speak. (laughs) We'll go with that. Cougs, high voltage invitational. Yes, Are we? Yes. Do we have a winner at this point? We have a winner. All it right. Claymore versus Sheik. <laughs> but Whoa. there were only three points. There were only three points between him and the guy who secured his position for next next season. And let's see, Claymore won six matches, and the other guy only won three. So that shows you wow. what trash talk can Wow. Wow. So, I mean, give it up to Claymore, but now Claymore has to take on his fellow Terror Inc. member, uh, the Teflon Sheik that, for the White Lightning title. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they're happy that at least the White Lightning title will stay in Terror Inc. Uh, after this pay-per-view. But, you know, you got to wonder, will that cause any friction in Terror Inc.? We will find out. All right. So, One can that hope. Being, with that being said, Cougs, who were the top four <laughs> that get to stay in the – who gets to stay and who has to go in the high voltage invitations? We have Nightcrawler 669 staying. We have Pennywise staying. And we have Luke Hero for Hire staying. And should Claymore beat Sheik, Mark Caliber will be the fourth person. All right. So those are the people who get to compete in the high voltage invitational. Uh, Next time, and of course, Cougs will be having uh, four qualifying tournaments to decide who the other four people will be. So keep an eye out after Tropical Aggression next week for the, for the, that announcement. 
All right, Coops, thank you very much. Stick around. We've got plenty to talk to you about as well. Huh, but with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, okay. it's now time about time for your RAWF rankings. Now, what I'm about to read is halfway through this rankings period, six out of the 12 matches. Uh, so as of today, this is your top 25. <clears throat> Not the official. It is just in progress, halfway through. At number 25 is Grand Slam champion Strangleheart. At number 24, Thrilla Killa. At number 23, The Great Red Dragon. At number 22, Dez, your reigning champion's choice champion. At number 21, Hobo Ezekiel. At number 20 is Psy. At number 19, Nick Nitroglycerin hanging in there. Maybe he may be Nick Nitroglycerin will get into his first final down at 25. We will see. At number 18, Alistair Fiend. At number 17, the lady we just talked to, the Cougar. At number 16, Luke Hero for Hire. At number 15, Revenge Gibson. At number 14, the artist known as Prince. Okay, I don't know if he's an artist or not, but he is named Prince. Uh, at number 13, the White Lightning Champion, the Teflon Sheik. At number 12, John Taylor. At number 11, Ali Bunny Harris. At number 10, Kongzilla the Clown. At number 9, Money Sue. At number 8, reigning superstars, Ultimate Gauntlet, and Powerball Champion, Akila Neptune. At number 7 is Judgment. At number six in his return to active duty is Michael Brewer. All right. Hold on one second. I think I made him because someone's on here twice, so I need to go back and see who I forgot. Just bear with me two seconds because this is a... Ah, I see where I screwed up. All right. So we'll skip ahead. It's actually Michael Brewer number five. At number four is Claymore. At number three, Triple Crown Champion at Davila. At number two, it is your reigning Platinum Dragon Champion, the Immortal Griffith. And at number one is Anarchy's Beast. So that is your top 25. I apologize. Things got a little screwed up because I had to take certain people out because they either left or went inactive on me. So a uh, little bit of a goof up there, but it's all good. And uh, those rankings will be a piss- will be posted in the top 25 rankings period a little later tonight. All right. So with that being said... Ah, who to start with tonight? Well, I think we should start with the man who will be in the main event at Tropical Aggression. He is and the, top, the two big matches at Tropical Aggression, to be honest with you. He is the one and only. I am immortal. Immortal. Notorious. So notorious.
I'll make you famous. Ladies and gentlemen, the immortal Griffith, Platinum Dragon Champion and number one contender of the World Heavyweight Championship joining us now. Good evening, Griffith. No, no, say it right. And soon to be six times world champion. So you got you got you got to you got to flow into that. I w- you know I I would I would do that, but you know there's no definite. Uh, but I mean I have to say I, I like your chances. I'm not going to argue with that. I do like your chances against Uncle Frank, uh, and certainly you know the rematch against the Great Red Dragon. Uh, so with that being said, let's address the Platinum Dragon Championship uh, against the Great Red Dragon. It will be the second time you've defended the title against him. Do you see that match going any differently? You think he'll be a little, at least a little stronger than last time. Do you think he learned any lessons? Oh, certainly. I, I, I mean, uh, the first time I ever faced him was when he first returned to RAWF. I mean, even he'll tell you, I walked over him. The next time I faced him, it was a very different fight. Then he turned around and got a shot at my title. And again, different fight. Every time I fight him, he is a different fighter. The question is, is does he think this incarnation will be good enough to stop the immortal? Because I'll tell you right now, the answer is no. All right. Do you consider him a warm-up for the match with Uncle Frank? No, no, they're very, very different matches. I mean, I couldn't, I can't fight either of these people the same way. I mean, you have, you have Dragon, who's a very, uh, a very cerebral fighter. I mean, he's a big guy. He's very strong, but, but he doesn't fight like a big guy. If that makes any sense, he, he, he's much more, he's much more of a thinker in the ring. He'd rather pull you apart with his brain than with his bicep. Um, and then you got Frank, who's, you know, the, the he's just juxtaposed as you could be. You know, he he's a guy who would rather just rip your leg off and beat you to death with it. Uh, he, you know, there's not there's not so much a game plan when you're going there. You know, you know what I'm saying? Compare Uncle Frank. Now that we know, you know, what you think about the dragon match with the dragon, let's go to the world title. Compare Uncle Frank to an opponent you've had in the past that is just an absolute monster and will come at you with everything you've got that you've been able to beat and how you've been able to beat that person. I mean, honestly, I I don't know that I've ever faced anyone quite like Frank other than Frank. Um, but you'll notice my record against Frank is, is pretty good, especially when there are rules, because he's not real great at following those. But, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. You know, I will say this. Probably probably one of the, the hardest fights I ever had was against a certain um, friend of yours that shows up around Halloween. Uh, we won't we won't name him. Um but uh, yeah, he he was he was a bit of a beast. Uh, he, he actually um, maybe hit me with lightning. We won't go into that though. Um, but you'll you know remember, I won that fight because keeping me down is a lot easier than putting me down. I meant that the other way around, but whatever. All right. Well, since Frank, of course, is not here, and if anyone he was, he wouldn't be able to speak for himself. So there's only one raise an eyebrow and maybe grunt. Yeah, right. right. Well, let's ask Paragon, who's you know the unofficial oh, yes, fake brotherhood. Paragon, is Frank ready to take on this challenge against the immortal Griffith? What's it? What do you think his mindset is? Do you think he's more worried about him than say facing his opponent last month, 
Pennywise or the one before that, Teflon Sheik? I I think he's not any more um, worried about it, and that's going to be his problem. You see, uh, you ask, is Uncle Frank ready? And that in itself is a very interesting question because it's hard to define what the state of readiness is for Uncle Frank. He's, you know, Griffith is very correct in the assumption that he's the kind of guy that might want to just rip your leg off and beat you to death with it. He's, he's not, he doesn't really have a game plan beyond destroy. And, you know, it, it works pretty well for him. But the way that I would have to like in this situation, and I've given this a lot of thought, obviously, because of how close I am to, Uncle Frank and my long storied history with the immortal Griffith. And I have to agree with the assessment. Griffith is the heavy favorite going into this match. Griffith has the ability to take down and slay monsters. And Uncle Frank is not going to be able to play any kind of mental game. Whereas Griffith will be able to outthink him. But I remember this story. I'm, I'm sure you've heard of the, the chess robot Deep Blue, a, a, a created robot designed for efficient chess play that was just defeating opponent after opponent all over the world, unbeatable, this chess robot. And when he was finally defeated, the strategy that was, was employed to beat this machine, literal machine designed to dominate at its sport, somebody opened their their turn by moving their knights from the the back row, you know, then moving a a, a random pawn, moving a a bishop, you know, moving things in a very strange order with no type of strategy or any kind of reason or rhyme to what they were doing. And this actually caused the robot, caused the machine to completely malfunction. It had programmed within it a counter and a strategy for every single move that could feasibly be made against it. But it had no idea what to do when you employed the strategy. I have no strategy. It it looked at these moves and it was confused. It didn't know how to counter. It didn't know what to do against it. And Deep Blue was defeated. And I think that that kind of mentality, that kind of method may be the only way that Uncle Frank has a chance against the Immortal Griffith. All right, we will find out. Griff, do you agree or disagree with anything Paragon said? I mean, I'm not sure how I take being compared to a chess machine, but, you know, okay. Um, uh, Look, chaos has its way sometimes. And sometimes the beast wins. I don't think it's going to be this time. We will find out at Tropical Aggression. It will be the immortal Griffith challenging Uncle Frank for the World Heavyweight Championship. But as I mentioned, it will also be the immortal Griffith defending the Platinum Dragon Championship against this man. He needs no introduction. Caller, you are on the air. Good. Deep breath. Evening. You pansies, it is so great to be here amongst you and to make your lives even better. It is I, the greatest male voice in all of Unstoppable, 
the great Red Dragon. How you doing tonight, Lord Amadeus? I'm doing good, Dragon. I'm doing good. So, Tropical Aggression, your second attempt at gaining the Platinum Dragon Championship from wresting it from the grasp of the immortal Griffith. Confidence high, or does the memory of that match a few months ago weigh on your shoulders? Uh, confidence is very high right now. I went back and I watched the match, and I've watched subsequent subsequent matches since then and before, and I've learned from my mistakes, and I am so ready for this match. I am so ready and so confident in my skills that I've gone out to Honolulu, Hawaii last week, and I've set up for the pansies that come, you know, because I care about them so much, and I've made a couple of stations out there for a luau, just for them out of the kindness of my heart. That way, you know, it's $30 a plate, you know, we've got a, and for the kids, we've got a blow-up tents, you know, of course, that's going to cost area, and for the adults, we got a two-for-one special on ring rats, you catch them, you get to keep them, you get a free bottle of penicillin, and it's been a great weekend just doing things for the little pansies out there in the world. You know, it makes me feel good. But coming into this match with the Immortal One Griffith, oh, I can't wait to get in there. I'm not saying that mind games haven't already started because they might have. You never know. It could be misdirection. We'll see. Uh, does he know what I'm going to do? No, he thinks he does. But it's Great, because, you know, like I said, my games may or may not be already in the works. And you can believe me or not, that's fine. You know, take my words with a grain of salt and a case of Midnight Hobo, if you don't mind. How you doing? Well, Griff, how do you reply to that? Uh, I don't. <laughs> um, I mean, the same same thing I did. You know, he learns from his mistakes. He's gonna come in. He's you know he's he's got his mind set. He's gonna he's got a goal. He's driven and he's a smart guy. You know, we'll see what that does for him. All right. I'll tell you what it's gonna do for me, Lord Amadeus. It's gonna put gold. My first. R-A-W-F championship right around That's the fine because this is the Platinum Mount Dragon Wait. championship and it's staying with me. We'll see. You've got a lot of work ahead of you this weekend and uh, <laughs> good luck. Uh, next weekend. Yeah, it's going to be great. <laughs> All right. These two set to square off at Tropical Aggression Platinum Dragon Championship on the line. It will be an interesting night for the immortal Griffith. He getting his shot at the world title and defending the Platinum Dragon Championship. Been a while since Griff's been in the spotlight. We will see what happens next week. Good luck to you gentlemen, and good luck to Uncle Frank as well. All right, real quick, I want to announce tomorrow's superstars, ladies and gentlemen, which comes to you live from the Talking Stick Resort Arena in Phoenix, Arizona. Two matches signed for tomorrow night. Main event will be Killa Neptune defending his Superstars Championship against the lovely Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame GM, the 
the lovely Raven. And we also have a Fubar City street fight in store for you as Money Sue will take on Big FN Hitman. Those two had words last week on Superstars. Uh, they accept, they che- Money Sue made the challenge. Big FN accepted. It will be a Fubar City street fight between Hall of Famer Money Sue and Big FN Hitman tomorrow in Phoenix. That being said, ah, we have quite it's quite the lineup right still, but let's oh my goodness. Well, no, I don't need Excedrin anymore. I have Radinol, ladies and gentlemen. And with that being said, I'm bringing on the one and only. <laughs> gentlemen she is back she is the one and only page anarchy's blade good evening page hi la hola page that was my favorite stabby lady i'm on a roll (laughs) really because you look like you're on a chair see 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 people keep giving me more and more nice uh-oh why do they give you? Why do they give you knives? And I mean, don't you have your own? Oh, I do, but they like to give me more. Why? So I can hurt more people. But this, this, this is not a good thing. You could, uh, yes, it is. Well, yes, I suppose it is. it is for you. So, uh, with the, okay. Well, Paige, I know that you're back. You're ready to go. You're back from injury. Uh, so. You know what? What can we expect that we, you know, from you going forward? Not that I don't already know a lot of blood, a lot of blood, <laughs> and a lot of fire. Yeah, and a lot. Oh God, yeah. So I suppose a lot of fire as well. <sighs> I'm in a really good mood today. I, it sounds like it, and it does definitely sound like it. Yeah. All right. Well, Paige, anything you have to say to anyone in particular or anything you want to do while you're here? Oh, yeah. Besides I've got one goal. Not- I've got one goal in mind. And I know at one point I said it was the women's title, but eh, no, I don't want it no more. Okay. I want that what- FUBAR City title. Okay. All right. Fubar City title. Well, I mean, that is your that is right up your alley. You do like a good uh, uh, hardcore match, a good street fight, if you will. Uh, so yeah, I can see that. I can certainly see you going after that title sometime soon. Uh, 
oh, any particular city. reason any particular reason you switched gears and switched from the estrogen to the Fubar City? Well, LA, you've known me for how long? We all know. Everybody knows I'm not a typical female. No, that's I can true. vouch for that. And anybody that wants to say it that I am, there's a nice little squared circle that, you know, I'll prove it to you. Now, at one point, I did have the title of Queen of Hardcore. And I will get that back. That, I, I think that would be an admirable goal. I mean, yes, at one point, you were considered the Queen of Hardcore. It has been a while, though, since, since we can really say that. You kind of, the, the crown has kind of been put aside. Uh, it would be nice to see you ascend, ascend to the throne once again. So, Paige, I wish you good luck in that endeavor. I don't need luck. I just need my sharps. All right. Paige, any last words? When I say that, I don't, you know, any any last words? <laughs> no, no, no. I don't have any last words, but, you know, uh, L.A., can I put a challenge out there? Please. <sighs> Could I stop you if I wanted to? No. Well, then go ahead. <laughs> anybody, and I mean anybody, that thinks they have the balls to step in to the ring with the hardcore queen in her match, find me. I'll be there. All right, you heard it, ladies and gentlemen. Paige has an open challenge for for Fubar City Street Fights. Challenge Excuse what? Huh? I knew that one was coming. But you're challenge accepted. You're both. I you two are both anarchy. I don't. Coops? And what? Coops? Family aside, business is business. <laughs> okay. Coops has accepted the challenge. We've been waiting own. almost a month for a response. We both know that I have been waiting almost a month for a response from the current Fubar City champion. Still waiting for a response from oh. an acknowledgement, not a grunt. So I'm going to take my aggression out and my temper out on Paige for trying to step over me to get that title first. That's that. Well, okay. That makes sense because yeah, Coogs, you have been trying to get yourself a Fubar City title shot from uncle Frank who has yet to respond to your inquiries um, on that matter. So I can, I can understand you being definitely frustrated and then Paige did kind of, just kind of step on your toes. So, when do you ladies want to do this match? Tomorrow on Superstars or at Tropical Aggression? Tomorrow on Superstars works for me. We already have uh, a match for a uh, Tropical Aggression. Remember? Ah, the four-on-one. Yes, but that's not a ranking. That is not a rankings match. 
that is uh you know that is just just i'm assuming you teach teach a sin a lesson in in, in respect uh that he has been displaying quite a bit of disrespect for anarchy but okay Fubar City Street Fight for you two tomorrow on Superstars in Phoenix. What was that? Or to be more careful in his wording when he mm-hmm. makes his challenges. I agree, and but he, <laughs> but even when he was asked for a clarification, he, uh, he still said, "I, I said what I said. I'm going to stick with it." All right. Well, ladies, tomorrow, Fubar City yeah. Street Fight for the two of you. Uh, maybe Uncle Frank will keep well, watching that match. And maybe, just maybe, we'll see. Uh, but from two ladies, that and thank you, Paige, you have a good evening. I know you are in a hurry. So thank you for calling in tonight. You are welcome, and I will see everybody tomorrow. <sighs> so... From two ladies that won a shot at the Fubar City Fubar City Championship, to a person who has a shot at the Fubar City Championship at Tropical Aggression, uh, you could say he is Uncle Frank's other opponent. Uh, he is the one and only. <laughs> Strangleheart now joining us on After Hours. Good evening, Strangle. Good evening, Elliot. Thank you for some airtime tonight. Not a problem. Not a problem at all. Now, uh, you, you you heard you heard right now the competition, the people wanting Fubar City title shots. Uh, it, it's, the list is starting to grow, but you, you of all people, have one at Tropical Aggression. And, I mean, let's be honest, hardcore matches not... Not something you normally go for, uh, but for some reason in this particular case, you are amped up for this Fubercy Street fight against Uncle Frank. Am I right? Oh, definitely, definitely. See, that's the thing. Uh, Uncle Frank is also the world champion, and he's uh, just completed a 19-0 season in USL, so he is just as prime as he ever was, I suppose. I mean that is impressive, and I did not know that that Uncle Frank nineteen and zero in USL. Well, that's pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. But uh, with that being said, why do you think you are going to be the one to take to take the monster of the hills off of his Fubar City perch that he's held for a good thirteen months now? Why are you going to be the one to 
win that Fubar City Championship from him. Because I'm good enough to do it. Um, I wrestled him uh, about five times this last month, and I'm five and all actually. Uh, no word of a lie, I don't think. And uh, just everybody's focused on this match. It seems like actually, uh, Griffin. Griffin and uh, Paragon had their moment there 10 minutes ago, and uh, they seem to be taking this as a joke. Like, uh, they, they they don't understand that my match against Uncle Frank will definitely have some impact on the world championship match at the same time when it's going on. I don't know. I, I might make a surprise entrance in the world championship match and crash talk myself a little bit. Uh, I think I got a good a chance as anything. And uh, uh, I wish Uncle Frank good luck. But that's that's about that's about it on that match. But well, I don't think anyone's looking at your match as a joke because I mean obviously. I mean, you know, Uncle Frank, it, it, the Fubar City Championship, very important title here in RAWF. And Uncle Frank has held that title, as I said, for 13 months now, 13 straight months. Uh, so, I mean, to take someone, to end someone's long title reign, that's not, if you were able to do that, that certainly isn't, a, you know, chopped liver. If you do that, I mean, it's going to make an impact. There's no doubt about that. I agree. Uh, and I want to make an impact here in RAWF. I effed it up by leaving the first time, as you know, and I'm just slowly climbing my way through this. Uh, two months ago on radio, you asked me if I think I could make the top ten in RAWF ranking, and I did, and thus I got this title match shot. But I slipped up this month, this ranking period, and I'm only at 25. Um, so I'm disappointed with myself on that factor. Well, you know, a, a still halfway through. I mean, plenty of time to make up some ground. But you know, 25 top 25 in RAWF when you consider there's around 100 to 120 active competitors is still not is still a you know a pretty good accomplishment, but. Yeah, I mean, 125 uh, active competitors. I don't know how many of them have been with you for more than two years or whatever you call a effort into a company is. But uh, I was fast-talking Cougar a little bit. And after I said what I said, I felt a little bit awkward because I've never excelled in a company where promos could be promos were made before the match. Do you know what I mean? And the frustration of making a promo and then losing the match has to build on these wrestlers. Like, what can we do to kind of stabilize that so they don't lose interest and all that? Well, I'm not sure what you mean, Strangle. Maybe we can have a conversation about that uh, in 
the inbox, but you know, it seems to me. Well, I don't know. What, what, you have to explain what you mean because I'm you're well, confused. Well, when you make a promo and you lose the match, mm-hmm. uh, you put all that effort into making a promo and believing in yourself that you could win the match. And then you lose the match and kind of look like a little bit foolish. But then, of course, it's just a game. Um, but that's the problem. Like I'm, I'm stuck there making my promos thinking, well... What's the point if I just lose the match and I'm not making the promos and not climbing up in the rankings? But the serious thing, you make the promo, you're getting points in RAWF. That's how it works. You make you, you put yourself out there, you're, it's almost as good as winning. Now, of course, making the promo and winning, you get more points. But uh, there's a lot of people in RAWF that don't promo at all. They just wrestle their matches and, you know get along, you know, willy-nilly, go along with their careers. Uh, Making promos gets you out there, gets you you named, gets you in the top 25, to be honest with you. Uh, And, you know, it's also a simulation of real wrestling. How many times do you see in WWE someone make a hell of a promo before their match and then go out and lose? It happens. But at least they made one hell of a promo and made you remember that they were there. Yeah, it's a very clear point. I'm sorry. I'm, it's just something that came up to me when I passed out Cruz. I call, or, yeah, Cruz. I called her a crybaby, and it was over the fact that Hobo hasn't responded to her about her uh, Hobo Fubar City Challenge fight. And I've been destroying Hobo all across WU, and I'm in line for the shot. So her promo is going to the wayside unless Hobo take, uh, unless Frank takes a good look at this match tomorrow between her and the other diva that was on. Well, I mean, again, you know, Strangleheart, talking is key to being a wrestler. I, I realize that may not have always been your strongest point, but I think you're learning, and I certainly see you see good things for you in RAWF. You keep going the way you're going. And that's all I that's all I got to say. And if you can beat Uncle Frank at Tropical Gresham for that Food Bar City Championship, you've just made your mark because that will be one hell of an accomplishment. Yeah, I even got the chic excited about it when I mentioned it on the feed. Like it feels like I'm better at talking on the feed than anything else, and I shy away from everything else. Like because I don't well, want to be in the collective unit in the scene. That's the kind of crap I find myself in. Well, Strangle, keep working at it because I think you're 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 coming along. I think you're definitely definitely coming along in RAWF. So just keep plugging away at it, and I think you're going to find yourself uh, with some gold here in, that, in the not too distant future, possibly at Tropical Aggression. All okay, right. and Good one l- more thing I'd like to add: thank you very much for reinstalling me as Grand Slam champion. You're welcome. You're welcome. I appreciate that. It looks good on the company page that it's not a blank championship. I thought to myself, hey, why don't they make a new championship out of it? But I guess that wasn't in the cards. Mm, we, yeah, not at the not at this moment. Right now, the Grand Slam champion will sit there for a little while. You'll you'll sit there as champion for quite a while uh, until a decision is made on what to do with that title, if any. Uh, so, at any thank you, Strangle. You have a good evening. Okay. And, uh, We'll talk to you very soon. Yes, have a good night.
That was Strangleheart, ladies and gentlemen. He has a chance to make R.A.W.F. history at Tropical Aggression if he can dethrone Uncle Frank after Frank's record 13-month reign. All right, I now turn to the Paragon of Greatness, who himself has two big title matches, two title defenses at Tropical Aggression. Paragon, good good evening once again. Uh, thank you. So, Hola, yeah, what's more, senor? Actually, hello, Alvacant. Uh, it's a it's an interesting month, you know, because I'm not gonna lie, I've I've been I've been a little bit down um, for for some various reasons, and I kind of had just, I'd been taking this opportunity while I wasn't feeling um, quite myself to see what would happen here, you know, to to sit back and watch R.A.W.F. primarily as a fan for a while, you know, see what would happen, see um, what kind of names would step up and, and make some noise, and I was almost three weeks into this, this little bit of an experiment slash break when all of a sudden I have two opponents that aren't just in a title match, they actively call me out in the scene, and I'm like, well, I'll be damned. I guess it's time. I guess there's no no rest for old Paragon of Greatness. Got to strap those wrestling boots back on and start going full force at it. You know, it, you know the best laid plans are always going to backfire on you, and, and I got to say, I couldn't be happier that these plans have backfired on me. Well, Paragon, no rest for the weary, as you've always been uh, a flag bearer for RAWF and currently, of course, men's and multimedia champion. You have to defend both titles at Tropical Aggression. Let's talk about real quick the uh, the, I'm sorry, the multimedia championship, defending that against Alistair Fiend, who is former White Lightning champion, a very tough opponent. What's your take on Alistair Fiend uh, and your thoughts on defending against him at tropical aggression. You know, Alistair Fiend is, is a bit of a, a bit of a conundrum in that if he shows up, this is going to be a match that is very difficult. He's somebody I've been associated with in various formats for a long time. He's somebody I would consider a friend and somebody that I have a great deal of respect for. And as you've seen a, when he attempted to call me out earlier this week, I, he feels the same way about me. And I think that mutual respect can either breed a very competitive match or he's going to go into this match and he's going to think that Paragon of Greatness is, is one of my friends. Uh, maybe Paragon's going to go easy on me, and that would be a mistake on his behalf because, as you know, one way or another, even if I'm taking a break, even if I'm stepping back and trying to watch how everybody else does here in RAWF, when the title is on the line, there is maybe, and I stress maybe, one person in the entirety of this wrestling universe that you could count on to win that match more than Paragon of Greatness. Paragon, especially in RAWF, is a fierce competitor, somebody who is always going to put everything on the line for every championship match. And Alistair Fiend, a great competitor in his own right, but he's going to be in for a fight. All right, let's switch gears and talk about the winner of the Arsenal of the Month tournament, who actually made a, you know, called you out after winning the tournament. 
knowing that he's getting that shot at you for the men's title, and that is Sin. Uh, talk about Sin and the things that he has said since winning the tournament. Oh, boy. You know, I, this is that, that situation where a lot of wrestlers, th- this, could, this could be a, a moment that is important. It could be a moment that they dread. It could be any types of moments, but this is the type of moment that I love the most in this business, you know, because I'm going to, I'm going to slow pace down a little bit here for a second and I'm going to dive into something very real and it's going to be a little bit upsetting, but trust me, it, it ends in a good way. You see, I, I was just telling you about how I was trying to take a step back a little bit. I was trying to watch to see what these, these, new faces could do, trying to observe R.A.W.F. as a fan, uh, something which I have never done in my entirety of the time here. And it wasn't because I lost my passion for R.A.W.F. It was because I was starting to lose my passion for everything. You know, I was, I was looking around this, the, this world and, Almost every face I see are just terrible people doing terrible things. Everybody and everything just made me more miserable and more upset. I, I'd finally gotten to this point. I'd spent years and years trying to fight against the current, trying to be a symbol of light in this dark, miserable, terrible world, and I just I didn't know if I could fight it anymore. I, you know, they, they always say that nice guys finish last, and I always wholeheartedly believe that was wrong. I believe if you have the spirit, if you have the fight, if you are willing to stand up for what you believe in and what is right, you will always win out. But I looked around, and I just saw a world in shambles. I saw nothing but the worst of the worst standing tall on every moment you check the the feed you check the scenes you check any company and it's just awful people placating their own egos and i i just i was done i i felt like i needed a break because i didn't want to fight this anymore and then comes sin out of the blue he calls me out. He has the balls to call out Paragon of Greatness after winning his first Arsehole tournament and trying to act like he is the arsehole that R.A.W.F. needs, that he is a threat to this company, that he is a threat to the way of life that everybody in that locker room has built, that all of these fans around the world built, that he is some sort of threat to R.A.W.F. Hell no. You know, and it, it finally sparked something in me. It made me remember what I was fighting for for all of these years, what I stood for, what makes me paragon of greatness. And I finally realized you can't give up. You know, I... I had this brief moment where I I doubted myself and then sin popped up and he proved every single bone in my body wrong for trying to give a 
break to myself. You can't take a break. You can't give up. You can never stop representing what is right. And everything that Sin is trying to do, saying that he's the arsehole of RAWF, that he's going to be a, the biggest threat in this company, this is my house. This is your house. This is the Immortal Griffith's house, Uncle Frank's house, Strangleheart's house, Lady Vets's house, Raven's house, everybody in that chat. It is our house. And this guy's going to try to threaten us, you know, after all of this, I have two words for sin. Two very simple words. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me why I should fight and what I'm supposed to fight for. We're going to this pay-per-view, and you're not facing Paragon of Greatness, the stalwart of RAWF, the guy that's going to give everything for a title match. You're facing something better than that. You're facing a renewed and rejuvenated Paragon of Greatness. You're facing a man that has a cause once again. So, sin... From the bottom of my heart, thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Paragon of Greatness defending two championships of Tropical Aggression, Multimedia against Alistair Fiend and the men's title against Sin. Will he walk out with both, ti- both titles once again? We will find out in Hawaii next Sunday night. Thank you, Paragon. All right, we are going to take a quick song break when we return We'll be talking to the likes of Lady Vex, the Cougar, and Mr. R.A.W.F. Judgment is in the house as well. All this and much, much more in just a few minutes. We'll be back. This is R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network.
We are back. This is R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. I am Lord Amadeus. This is El Vacant. And this is the lovely Raven who we spoke to earlier. Raven, are you there? Birdie lady. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> For real. Tomorrow night on Superstars, a chance to regain the Superstars Championship from Killa Neptune. Uh, oh, your hell. your thoughts on that? <laughs> um, well, that would be an interesting match after what he's just put in the chat, but yeah, okay. Um, hmm. <laughs> <coughs> I'm looking forward to it. All right. Well, good luck to you. Yeah, I mean, times to himself. <laughs> I don't know that he can. Maybe neither. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that. Why? Why would I? Why would you want hands to self? It seems silly. You know. All no, right. No right one now. not looking forward to rolling around on the mat with him. Oh my god. Well, I mean, if you want after the show, I could you know roll around on the mat with you to give you some pointers. There you go. There you go. How's that sound? Sure. Sound good to you? <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> Sounds like we got a date. All right. So tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, it will be Raven taking on taking on Killa Neptune for the Superstars. <laughs> good luck, Raves. Good luck. All right. Let's see if Mr. R.A.W.F. is here. Let's check... Understood. I knew you. I knew you had stepped away. I didn't know if you'd have been able to get back in time, but we're glad you joined us, Judge. How are you this evening? I, I'm good. I, I had to step away and, and take care of something, but I, I, I was I was going to tell Strangleheart a little something. Don't 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 overthink it. You're, you're overthinking it. Just just go with the flow. Yes. Okay. All right. That's a good. That's some good advice from a judgment. Uh, Mr. R.A.W.F., if you will. So, Judge, we've talked about tropical aggression, oh, yeah, yes. and you know, 
yeah, we talk about tropical aggression, and you're not you're yet to have a match. Do you? Is there anybody on the REWF roster that you would be interested in having a match with a tropical aggression? Yeah, I'm pretty good at that. I'm pretty good as I am. So you, you know, there, 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 there is no there 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 is one there there is one, and I know this person's already got a title match. He's got several. I mean, he, he may have several title matches. I don't really know. I mean. But it's somebody that I haven't really had a had a had a chance to really face yet, and I'd be willing to see exactly how they do in my style of match, FBW rules, and that's Killer Neptune. You're challenging Killer Neptune to an FBW rules match. Yeah, if he wants to go at it. I mean, I've beaten Paragon, so it's like, eh, can't fight him again. Um, yeah, killing that fish man, the fish hmm. without water. Well, I mean, he is in the chat. Let's see. We'll see if he gives you a response. <clears throat> he is going to be a busy person, as you said, at the pay-per-view defending, uh, the ultimate gauntlet championship against Pennywise and at the Powerball championship against Mark Caliber. But, you know, it wouldn't be the first time that he's, uh, done more than, Two or three matches at a pay per view, so we'll get to that. I mean, in he, a minute. he's he's one of the top talents here in REWF, so surely he can do a little bit. All right, he has accepted your match, an FBW rules match, there, Judge, for you at Tropical Aggression. Very well. Tropical now Erection. Why? We will be doing us. No. What? Tropical Aggression. 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 Same thing. I speak it Polish. You what? Mm. Hmm. Sorry, I, ha- I had an excedrin flashback there for a second, but I'm not taking any. Nope, I don't need it. I have Radinol. I'm good. All right, so Judge, it is now time for your weekly interview segment. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> it, it, Yes, it is. This was, a, this, this was a this interview on this was one for the books. I mean, this one is wow. You're gonna you're gonna be impressed with this one. Oh, all right. I'm 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 I'm. Did you get I'm, Obama? Close. The first did you did you, what's her name? The first lady, not Ivanka. Sure. What? what who? Oh, I, I, I'm Ma- sorry. You're talking about current. I, we don't we don't like to talk about them. Nah, we don't. <laughs> Did you get Tom Brady? This 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 wrestler could probably beat Tom Brady. Okay. Well, this ought to be interesting. All right. I will hit play on the interview right now. Hey, Lassen fans, this is Judgment Jasquire here. I'm sitting here today with, with 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 what has to be the top dog in REWF. One of the guys who who this wrestler is. He's won countless titles. He's going to go after more countless titles. Sitting here with none other than Immortal Griffith. Griffith, it's good to see you, buddy. Now, Griffith, I know you got a lot coming up. You got 
you you, you got some big matches coming up at 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 Tropical Direction. Uh starting with Uncle Frank. Now, how are you planning to take this match against Uncle Frank? Santa Shark, ho 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 Santa Shark, ho 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 Santa Shark, ho 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 Santa Shark. Oh, um, oh, okay, that's, yeah, that, mm-hmm. um, you're, you're also going to be going up against this other guy who I basically like to call the biggest nasal congestion and all of unstoppable, the, the, the great red dragon. Now, how are you planning on facing, you know, working at your Stuff against him compared to what you'll be facing against Frank. You, what's, what's your strategy? Reindeer sharks do 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 reindeer sharks do 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 reindeer sharks do 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 reindeer sharks. Okay. Okay. Well, you you seem to be got this down. So now, a couple other questions before I let you go, Mr. Griffith. Now, do you, you, Lady Banks is coming back. She's going to be making a return at Tropical Regression. Are you worried that she's going to be coming after your titles? Elf sharks do 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 do. Elf sharks do 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 do. Elf sharks do 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 do. Elf sharks. Oh, that's 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 a that's that's a real good one. Uh, I like that. Now, now the second thing is, you know, now of course now, before we go any further, got to ask you this one 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 more question. Um, all these new upcoming wrestlers here in RWF, there's a lot of them. There's, there's you got you got a lot of like String of Heart. This, this is any of them concerning you right now? Are you you're not overlooking those? You're actually focusing right. Making toys do 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 making toys do 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 making toys do 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 making toys. Um. Okay. Um. One one last question, and then I'll let you go, Mr. Griffith. Um. Happy. You got anything you want to say to your fans out there? Since you seem to be, you know, spirit, the, the holidays and stuff. Just what, any any final words for them? Wrap them up, do 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 do. Wrap okay. them up, do 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 do. Wrap them up, do 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 do. Wrap them up. Well, that's 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 that's. Thank you for this. Thank you. Thank you for the time and um. Back to you, Amadeus, in the studio. This was one for the books. Angry shark. Do 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 Angry shark. Do 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 do. Hi, Judge. 
<laughs> How you doing? <laughs> How are you? I'm 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 gonna stand over here in this in this bulletproof area. <laughs> you know this, this this area over here on this side. So that was a great interview. I really appreciate you. Thank you, you know, for doing that. You know where sharks live, Judge? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They live in the deep water, which is where you just dove. Congratulations. I'll see you in the ring tomorrow. That's you. Uh, he said tomorrow. I do believe he did say that. And I guess I'll go ahead and just sign that match. Judgment takes on the Immortal Griffith tomorrow on Superstars. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> awesome interview. Yeah. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was held in contempt with judgment. Tune in next week for another fascinating interview. <laughs> All right. Um, El Vacant, that was quite interesting, don't you think? See. <clears throat> All right. Well, I need I need a moment. Wait. <clears throat> I don't know which okay. is on here. <sighs> the look on Griffith's face when he heard it, or the look on Judge's face when Griffith came in the booth. <laughs> All right. Well, um, with that being said, let me let's turn to the, the first lady of anarchy, the Cougar. Good evening again, Cougs. Or again, <laughs> Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, hold on. Okay. Whew, gotta breathe. All right. Well, oh, no, I'm good. So. I'm good. I'll be okay. I'm okay. Hi. Hola, Google. Hola. So, let's Will first you be o- serving shark tacos tomorrow. Oh, I totally could. You could. You very well could. It would be a it would be a, a celebration of sharks tomorrow in Phoenix. We got Killer Neptune defending the title against Raven, and then we got apparently you know, Judge versus Santa, the Immortal Griffith. Uh, you said so, Santa. Yeah. I did not. I did not. You started to say Santa. You started to say Santa. Yes, you did. You said the Santa. Judge, okay, I'm going to my locker room. You need to get the hell out of here. Okay. That cooks. <laughs> Coogs, let's talk about this four-on-one that Sin. I don't. I st- it's still unclear whether he purposely asked for this or if he just stumbled into it. Had to back up what he what he literally said uh, in his statement that that night at, on Superstars. But uh, so first of all, which four members of Anarchy get to beat the piss out of Sin and? You know, are are you guys going to take your time dismantling him, or are you just going to try to finish him off as quick as possible? Uh, well, to be honest, I I 
was under the impression this was happening the week after tropical aggression, but that's okay. Uh, we haven't quite confirmed everybody that wants to beat him up yet. I do know Paige will be in it. Um, Beast will probably be in it. Um, Psy will probably be in it. And I don't know if I will or if Shadow Press will. Okay. And I don't care how we take care of him. He was just, he should have been more clear stating that he wanted four individual matches as opposed to one match with four people. Because, of course, I'm always going to take what, adv- what is most advantageous. What is the word I want? What's best for me? All right. Well, we all know how you have been, you know, hoping for a Fubar City title shot. Uncle Frank has been unresponsive and such. Paragon, does Uncle Frank even realize that Coogs has made a challenge for the Fubar City title? Um, I would say he yes, he probably does. I would say that there's a very good chance that he does, and he just does not care. Okay. Fair enough. Does not care. Does right. not care. I, I don't know, okay. but I would, I would say that there's a very good chance. All right. Fair enough. I know that. I mean, playing devil's advocate, he kind of ignores everyone. Well, well, it explains what, how he can hold on to the title for 13 months because he doesn't accept challenges because he doesn't care. Okay, I'm going to step in and say right. something here because that is horribly wrong. On entitled wrestlers trying to do fake challenges to get things that they don't deserve do not deserve to be answered in their challenges. Ignorance deserves ignorance. When you hold a title for 13 months, it's because you have defended that title every single month like you're supposed to, like a defending champion, earn a title shot and stop complaining. Uh, All right. No. In this company, one of the privileges of being in the top 25 is being able to also challenge any champion. He is a champion, correct? Yes, he is. And he is. And only an idiot would defend that championship to an entitled person that hasn't earned a title shot. Please do not interrupt me. I am not finished speaking. I earned my title shot. I didn't win the actual title shot, but I'm in the top 25. Therefore, I can request another title shot. And it is his responsibility to respond yes or no. All he has to do is go in there and grunt once for yes and twice for no. I earned my title shot. I didn't earn the actual title shot, but I earned my title shot. Examine that sentence again. I earned another, the end. I earned another shot at a title because I can play right. another title shot. I earned it by being in the top 25. All right. Well, Coogs does have a point. Paragon, they, you both have kind of a point. We're just going to let it go with that. But, yeah. Obviously, very, very emotional for Coos about this. And I don't, you know, it is what it is. So, all right. <sighs> With that being said, Coogs, good luck to you against Paige tomorrow. Why did you call, why did you accept Paige's challenge again? Uh, because she was stepping on my tail. 
Yeah, she did kind of well, do you that. already she know that I have been go, trying to go after that title? Hmm. Yes. Okay. And I'm going that's to make sure you don't step on my tail. I, I, that's fair. I, I do. I, I can completely understand that, to say the least. All right. Well, good luck to you tomorrow, Coogs, against Paige. That one ought to be pretty uh, bloody, I have a feeling, as the two of you will fight in the street and of Phoenix. All right. So, with that being said, making her return to R.A.W. to an R.A.W. ring at Tropical Aggression will be the one and only. Alone in my car, I'm in a parking lot. Dark is from my mind, my tongue is dry. Why do I crumble quickly, stumble swiftly? Cursing myself, I burn the furniture. A million times in my head, I'm feeling low. Got nowhere to go, but back up again. You gotta get bruised before you get mad. You gotta fall down before you fight back. We're feeling so weak, but baby, I'm strong. Little did I know, I'm a champion. I'm a champion. Ladies and gentlemen, Lady Vex is here. If she makes her return in tropical aggression, good evening, Lady Vex. Good evening, LA. Mm. Hello, Vex. So. Hola, Vexy. So, uh, <laughs> welcome back, first of all, officially at tropical aggression. You make your return to the ring, and you are taking on. Damia, the mistress of dark, the darkness, a member of Terror Inc. And uh, why don't you explain the background for how this came about? Well, I've been watching over the weeks, and Sheik likes to talk a lot for Damia. He likes to talk a lot. He uh, spoke up in Cassie's scene about uh, he, he, how she should give it to Damia. Um, he spoke up in Superstars about it. Just after Damia goes, I don't trash talk, sorry, there's none in here. And I thought it was funny. I really do. Um, I've seen Damia speak, and there's nothing wrong with her speaking. So I don't know, you know, where she thinks that she can't do this if she just focuses. And um, if she doesn't want to speak in this match... Tara Inc. is more than welcome to speak on her side. I'd like to see what they can come up with. I'd like to see that they've got some creativity to what they have to say and what they will do in this match because we will be surrounded by Tara Inc. We will be surrounded by RAWF members. They can hop in at any point. They can hand me a two-by-four. They can hand her a tennis racket, whatever they'd like to do. Um, And I'd like to see where we can go with that. I miss the outright creativity that people have. It's all, oh, these are this is about points, and oh, this is about my title shot, and oh, this is about this. Hey, have some fun. Very true. Although, uh, <laughs> in your statements earlier this week, uh, returning with purpose, leading by example, uh, the segment, uh, that you did. Uh, you mentioned that you know when you were asked by the interviewer that you, if you were coming back for the titles that you uh, had to walk away from 
late last year, the, that being the world, the national, and the estrogen. If you were coming back for those, then you were like, no, those are not the titles I'm looking to get. I want to go after the different ones, the Midnight Hobos, the Platinum Dragons. Uh, so it, what is your your quest when you start the next rankings period? Enjoying the ride. I mean, really, we, we, we look at world championship. It's Uncle Frank or Griffith. Two people I fought how many times in this place? Um, national championship. Cassie Joe. Okay, we, we've had these matches. Um, you know, but Midnight Hobo. I haven't gone up against Mithras for a legitimate title title. We've had some big matches, but mm-mm. you know, I think a little bit of variety when it comes to things. It's, it's so great seeing someone like Sin over there with Arsehole of the Month because it's not the same six people always going through the titles. And I want to see a good show. I want to see some variety. Not, okay, this person's going to be holding three titles. Okay, this person's going to be holding four titles. Mix it up a little bit. And um, if you don't know how to do it, watch. I'll show you how. I'll show you what makes this such a great place to be and what makes it such a great place to be who you are. Because you can be who you are and express it in so many different ways. All right. So this match with Damia, it's going to be a street like street fight like Fubar, but not quite. What are the going to be the difference that you what what kind of statement are you making with this match? That you can talk even without talking. You can trash talk without actually trashing someone, or you can trash them, or you can trash their friends. Or you can trash their looks. You can make this what you want to make of it. And if people pay attention to this and they say, oh, like Strangleheart, well, I'm not really much of a good talker. You know what? Watch it. Find out. In Training Razor, I said, hey, go back. Look at this pay-per-view. Look at how I presented where I failed. Look at this. Look at this show. You're telling a story. Tell the damn story. Indeed. It sounds like it's going to be a hell of a match. And I mean, and you made some comments about Terror Inc. Uh, let me look <laughs> back here. It, it, let's see. Terror Inc. doesn't really know what they want. They hope for a lot, but they're like a kitten with a big ball of yarn. They chase it and get tangled in it. Before you know it, they're chewing on the plastic it was wrapped in and choking. Would you like to elaborate on that comment? I think it's pretty straightforward, to be quite honest. Very straightforward. It it describes every aspect of Terror Inc. Where some have choked. Where some have been like, I don't really know what I want. I'm just here because I'm part of this faction. Um, they get tangled up in one another like they're going to do when they face off for the same titles. And you're going to see a lot more dissension than there was before. You thought the people that you lost brought a whole mess of problems? Wait until we set you against one another. Wait until you find out really how you are in the ring against each other because your goals will not be what you state them to be. This is a fact. You're wrestlers, and you're very egotistical wrestlers. You go out there, and you want to win no matter what, and you'll tear each other apart for it. 
Ladies and gentlemen, Lady Vex will return to the ring at Tropical Aggression, taking on Damia, the Mistress of Darkness. And we hope, we'll, hopefully, we will see what her future brings here in RWF. What gold she plans on, what gold she will win, and how long it will take her. It didn't take her long in her first run. Should be interesting to watch her in the second one. Thank you, Vex, and good luck. Thank you. All right. So last week on this program, Luigi Mario was here. He was he is not here this evening, uh, but I did promise that Luigi Mario would be kind of put through his paces. And I did a I did a little training of Luigi Mario this past week, and here is a snippet of this workout that we that he had uh, just a couple of days ago in the RAWF training center. about it next week and maybe maybe even we'll have a live workout right here on after hours for luigi all right with that being said ladies and gentlemen we just have about 15 minutes left to go in the program it is time for the, our promotion segment where we promote whatever we want companies ourselves what have you i will start with the lovely raven raven anything you would like to promote tonight yes Perfect. Get your bloody song back or I'm not talking to you. End of promo. Goodbye. Get back here. No. <laughs> I like my new song. I don't. Put it back. <laughs> Carry on, LA. I'm oh. done. All right. Thank you very much. So, L Vacant, uh, I'm put you next because I know you have a big announcement to talk about. Oh, see, see, very big announcement. So, you know, as as we know, um, someone, I'm not going to name names, Los Angeles, uh, blew up all my trucks uh, uh, <clears throat> recently. And, uh, you know, we've had to go into a small hiatus, you know, while we were fixing this up. But I'm proud to announce that uh, as of, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it, uh, now, um, all of the trucks are now back in operation. At the end of the show, on the, as you exit the building, you will find uh, one of one of our new inaugural trucks, uh, outside waiting uh, to provide free meals for all of the audience today, um, obviously being paid for by the RAWF. And, um, you know, we, uh, we, we, we want to show you the, uh, the lovely new truck. And, uh, you know, look, uh, one of the interesting things is while we are away, uh, we, we had this other you know, sort of upstart company come in and try to, you know, horn in on our action, as it were. You know, and, and you know, it was funny because he thought he was being clever by, you know, hiring my nephews. But, you know, it's funny. It's funny how this works out because, you know, we have, we have a couple new items on the menu now. So we have the falaco. It's this new falafel taco. It's really very delicious. Um, I, think you'll, I think you'll enjoy it. Um, the, uh, the recipe is from, you know, is a very old and traditional recipe that we got from what, somebody's mother, not mine, but somebody's. 
Um, and uh, we also have the quesadilla, which is sort of a, a, a couscous, couscous quesadilla um, mixed with, a, with, with the uh, very Middle Eastern sauce on top of it. Um, it. I'm told it's very good. I won't eat it, but I'm told that this is very, very good. Uh, the nephew said that, uh, you know, they found the, re- the recipe just laying around. So, you know, that was also great. Oh, also, um, we, we, this just in, uh, we don't have them at the truck tonight, but uh, as of next week, we will have uh, the new Shark Lupa. Um, will be, you know, the Shark Week Chalupa uh, with special tartar sauce uh, uh, made with uh, jalapenos and ghost peppers. So, you know, we look for that next week. Um, we will, uh, let's see, you know, actually, you know, give me a minute. We might, uh, Eagle Man, Eagle Man, can you, can you do me a favor? Can you take a picture of, of truck and show it to everyone, please, please? See, see, gracias. No, no, oh. I, no, I didn't say give me finger. I said take picture. What? Uh, he's, is he always this difficult? Uh, no. Can, maybe if you ask him, maybe it's because he don't like me. Maybe, could you ask him? Griff, can you post a picture of the new, these new, I haven't gotten to see these yet. I know that they were very expensive, though. Thank you, girl. Um, okay. Well, and, and of course, it doesn't work in the chat. Okay. Well, he tried. Uh, maybe we can post it somewhere on Unstoppable uh, if I had the link to the picture. Can you send me the link to the picture? So apparently uh, Griffith does not know how to use the interwebs, um, but uh, see, I will send a picture to, to 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 you, and you can put it up in in. I got it. I I just got it. Oh, holy! What did you? How expensive were these? Oh yes. Yeah, see, here's the invoice. Hmm. That's a lot of money. Well, you know, a Mercedes isn't cheap. Mercedes? Taco trucks? See. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Oh, joy. Well, I posted that for everybody on Unstoppable. Look for my look for my post, Ill Vacant's new taco trucks. So remember, we have all the original menus plus the new Falaco. The, the Cusadilla, and you know, coming next week, the Shark Lupa. Thank you, El Vacant. De nada. Paragon, promote something while I choke on my wallet. I, uh, I would like to promote uh, the Great Red Dragon, Anarchy's Beast, Judgment, Cougar, Everybody else that I didn't mention earlier, Davila, you know, the this roster may have a lot of people who um, who bicker over different things, and that's all part of the business. And I gotta say, from the bottom of my heart, there's not a better group of people that I would like to spend my Saturday nights every Saturday night with. This is the greatest roster of wrestlers and GNs in the world. RAWF, thank you very much. All right, thank you, Paragon. 
Cougs, anything you would like to promote? Okay. Oh, all right. Apparently she is no longer with us. Vex, what would you like to promote tonight? Um, being my fan. You should really try to be my fan because I do share a shitload of links for everybody. And, um, you know, it's it's actually pretty good stuff. It's not all feed spam and screaming and yelling and murder. Just just a little. It's good stuff. Do it. All right. Thank you, Vex. I now judgment. Anything you'd like to promote tonight? Yes, I forgot to promote something, and I put it in the store a little early because I wanted people to get the flavor for it. But if you go to the superstore, the REWF superstore, you will be able to get a your own personal box of Luigi's Shake and Bake. Excuse me. Yes. His 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 beautiful shake and bake seasoning is 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 in the store now for everyone to to go and and, and purchase. Uh, I think now we'll even give you a second box for free. I, I, okay, that's interesting. Luigi's shake and bake seasoning. Okay. Thank you, Judge. For all your knockout uh, flavoring. Yes. Uh, thank you, Judge. Thank you very much. I now turn to the greatest voice in all of Unstoppable, male voice in all of Unstoppable, the Great Red Dragon. And thank you very much. Oh, that's so great. Tonight, I'd like to promote everybody to be here next week for the the last show before Tropical Aggression taking place on August 18th. In Honolulu, Hawaii. Everybody get out there now. Bring tons of money. Remember, I'm paying for a two different luau's. So make sure you bring money to reimburse me because I know you guys are total pansies and can't afford anything. But that's okay. I got you covered. Uh, don't worry about it. We got kids' activities, of course. That's going to cost extra. And remember, for the adults. Two lot lizards for the price of one with free penicillin shots as you exit. Oh, and just as an inside joke, we also do have uh, Astroguide Lube just for specific things if you ever need them. You never know. And that's all I got tonight. Thank you, Dragon. And last but not least, the Immortal Griffith. That's right. Tune in tomorrow to watch Judgment get fed to the sharks. Is an inside joke? have to say one 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 thing. The the pitch that he had in that song was when when he when he when he was answering those questions was 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 marvelous. Was fabulous. Santa Shark ho 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 Santa Shark ho 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 Santa Shark ho 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 Santa Shark
<laughs> and on that <laughs> note, ladies and gentlemen, I think we're going to call it an evening. Thank you all for stopping by. This has been R.A.W. After Hours. We will be back next week with more of whatever this hell this was. How many trucks did you buy? Oh, God. Good night, everybody. 37. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
other people.